Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblio Escapes and Discussion. Today, I've had a great pleasure being joined by photographer Mark Massey. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. Thank you very much for your time this evening. Uh, great to be able to finally chat to you. I know we've been talking about this for a few weeks, um, but before we get into talking about your book, Essexism, um, it would be great if you could give everyone a brief introduction to your photographic background. So, yeah, so basically I'm... Um, down here in South End on the Sea in Essex. Um, I was born here, um, grew up here, always lived here. Um, I studied. I actually studied graphic design um, oh. at college many years ago, and I did do um, a little bit of photography as part of you know oh. one of the modules for that. Yep. Um, but I kind of specialised in the graphic design side, um, and when I left college, I um, for 20 years, I was commuting to London, which is about a two-hour commute, yep. um, working as a graphic designer. And uh, photography was like a, an interest in the background, but I didn't really I didn't really pick up a camera probably until 2007, 2008, cool. um, and then maybe started taking it a bit more seriously in the last five or six years or so. Yep. Um, so, as I said, I commuted to London for 20 years um, in the same job. Got yep. made redundant about three years ago, so just before COVID. Right. Um, and so I took the opportunity to go freelance, and I'm trying to combine the, the graphic design with the photography because it's right. something I want to do more of. Excellent. So I'm now I've – got, I've got a part-time job, and most of the time I'm – freelance yeah. designer um i'd say of my freelance work probably 70 percent design work but i'm getting a bit of doing a bit of photography as well yeah um, good so yeah so and also the being made redundant um it's given me a bit more time actually to focus on the photography yeah excellent um i haven't got that yeah. four hours on the train every day yeah absolutely. um yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, it's given me more time, and it's given me, it's actually given me um, um, more time to kind of reconnect with my local community because Road. I was just on the train all day, yeah, working. So it's been good to be back and photographing in my local community. Excellent. Yeah, it sounds it sounds quite a fascinating, quite a fascinating journey. As you say, if you're spending four hours every day uh, just on the train, it's amazing how much you, work you can probably get done when you're based in your local community, um, as opposed to in those four hours, you think, oh, that's like, it's ha half a working exactly. day is effectively is just spent commuting. Um, and it's great to see you're now combining. Sorry. I never, I Sorry. Carry on. I was just going to say something I'd never want to do again. Commute. Yeah, well, that, that's I, sus I suspect if you if you've been doing it for that long, then all of a sudden you've no longer got to do it. You just realise why was it why on earth was it doing it in the first place? But uh, but no, it, and it's it's great that you're now able to blend your photography and your design in, in, in into one as well. And obviously, one uh, one book and project that you recently did was Essexism. Uh, which I'm sure for any of my listeners mm -hmm. who are fans of The Only Way is Essex, although I don't imagine there are probably too many, you never know. Um, it's it's really quite fascinating to see see the map, but also just to to read about the personalities and the people who you have who you have photographed in in Essex. And I'm really interested how did, how did the project come about? Where did it all start? Um, I think 
like I said, I'm interested in the local community. So I was, I wanted to do a project, a, a local project. Yeah. Um, and I was, I obviously we've got this Essex girl stereotype, yeah. which is like you said, it's been perpetuated by <laughs> the only way is Essex, <laughs> but it's been it's been around for years. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of an obvious thing, um, to do about where I'm from, um. I did try and think of some kind of clever idea that I could do for it. And it, I spent so long, you know, kind of thinking about it. And then I realized maybe just find, you know, like inspirational yeah. women in, in Essex to try and, and just, just, you know, just do, just do portraits of them yeah. um, and try and get some of their stories. Um, so quite a simple idea behind it really. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I did. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, it's it's great. I I I really like it, and I love the combination of the stories that the that the ladies have told as well, and um, the background to them. But then also uh, the bit of background about themselves, how they see themselves, and how how they see themselves as being a true Essex girl, but not the not the typical stereotype. I think I think it's really yeah. interesting to read about. Yeah, I think that was, I mean that's one thing I was really conscious of was because obviously I'm a white middle aged male. <laughs> um and I didn't want it to be my um you know just my view of these women so it needed I, I really needed to make it something that was more of a collaboration yes um so that was the that was the idea behind asking each person to contribute something if they wanted to yep um and it could be about any of the themes of the project so cool. um you know sexism stereotyping yes just about being from Essex, about the geography. Yeah. Um, but I really wanted it. I thought it would make it more of a collaboration. Um, if they could contribute something. Yeah. Um, so in the book, I wrote the I wrote a small bio for everybody, based on what they said, and then there was a space afterwards for them to say whatever they wanted to say, and it could be as long as short as they yeah. wanted. Some people wrote. Um, some poems yeah. um, things like that or just told little anecdotes yeah yeah no i i i think i think it's great it's 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 really different how how did how did you how did you find the the people to participate did you advertise did you just seek them out did you just approach them in the streets how how, how did you do it because there's there's there there are a lot of a lot of portraits that you you've taken um yeah. quite an incredible feat um, I started off with two or three people that I knew yeah. and approached them and they had, I wanted people, well, I started off with people that had a link to the themes. So I think the first person I photographed, Sadie, was, um, she's a playwright who'd written a play about growing up in Essex and being an Essex girl. Ah, cool. So I knew her, so that was a good place to start. So she was the first one I photographed in the local theatre. Yep. Um so yeah, I photographed two or three people that I knew, and then I started posting them on Instagram and online, and and actually from there, pretty much ninety percent of the people that I photographed afterwards contacted me, um, usually through Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. Um, um, I did put a few call outs later on, um, because I I, I had like a list of kinds of people I wanted to cover every 
yeah. kind of person. Yeah, absolutely. So as well as yeah. the range of like, yeah, and I found I was I was short on some people. Like, a, I mean, I wanted to cover different um, like ethnicities. Um, yeah, it's yeah, getting all the different backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, but I also wanted like people from the arts, from sport, from politics, yeah. science, whatever. I wanted to get the whole range, and I also wanted a geographical range, so the whole of Essex, and not all yeah. from like my hometown. Yeah. So I did put a few call outs later on when I wanted some specific locations people. or people. Yeah. Um it was it was nearly all through um nearly all through social media really, people contacting me. Yeah. Well I, the thing oh, yeah. is that, that that's the thing you you when you when you can start with people who you know who feel comfortable and understand the process, that then gives other people the comfort to maybe come forward and say, actually, well, I'm interested in being part of this. And I think, yeah, you've taken it's 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 the right approach that, you, that your map shows just a broad range of locations everyone's from, and then as you yeah. say, it's getting such a cross diversity of the of society so that you 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 do represent. The, the Essex the Essex women but across the whole the whole spectrum. Yeah. And obviously when when it came to it, did you meet were you meeting them all? Did you travel to their location, their background, where they're from or their place of work or how, how did you do it? Because some of the shots are brilliant because obviously a, a lot of them, particularly maybe say the sports people, you photographed them in a sporting environment or 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 what or or what, what their background is so how, how did you kind of set that up and how did you work with work with the with, work with the women to to get the shots that was another um what I was saying about making it a collaboration with people yep so that it wasn't just my view I always um asked them first for an idea of location so something that meant something to them or was relevant to their story yep um so probably 90 percent of the time, they would make the suggestion um, about their, where they wanted to be photographed. Okay. Um, occasionally, they they were happy just to you know anywhere. So yeah. I'd I'd find a location, but nine times out of ten, it was it's somewhere related in mind. to to their story. Really. Yeah, and yeah. and again, that's to make it more of that collaboration um, yeah. rather than me directing too much. Yeah, absolutely. And that some of the pictures. I mean, somewhat slightly. Sorry, carry on. No, sorry. I was just going to say, like you said, some of them are obvious. Like some of the sports ones. Like there's yeah. the the rugby player. That, I mean, the her local rugby club was an obvious. Yeah. Kind of place, but some of them are a little bit more quirky. Um, yeah, and I, I I like I I do like the combination, particularly in the text of your interpretation of them in terms of the bio you've written about them, but then also their uh -huh. their inter their interpretation and and their their thoughts in the process as well, which I think it yeah it just it just gives a total different balance and it one thing that's really it comes across strongly is they're all very very proud to be Essex girls. Which is which I think yeah. which I think is a lovely thing. It's it's them showing how much they are part of of that of the community and the area in which they live in. Exactly. Yeah. And when it came to the curation process of it, how how did you decide who made the cut and who maybe didn't, or is everyone who you photographed in the book? Right. Yeah. So that was one of my dilemmas. Really, <laughs> everybody is in the book. 
Good. But I didn't want to let anybody down and not include them after they'd given up their, yeah. their time. There were some that, I mean, totally my fault, but images that I wasn't so happy with, either like technically yep. or like compositionally. None of them are the fault of the, the person. Person, yes, your photographer. Um, having yep. a picture. But, but I mean, yeah, totally my my fault. Um, but I really didn't want to not include anyone. Yes. Um, because they'd given up their time and everything. So so I did include everybody in there. Um, some of them I converted to black and white. Some of them were a bit smaller. Yeah. Um, but that was just to mix it up a little bit as well. Um, and then I had, um, I've had a couple of exhibitions recently. Brilliant. Um, and had about, uh, I think it was about 28 portraits in that um, of the 70 or so. So there, I, I mean, I literally just picked the ones, yeah, the ones that I liked. Yeah, well, that that that's it. I suppose it's there. There are so many. All of them work well, and it's it's get, it's getting the right balance. And but as you say, I think I think you've done a lovely thing by including everyone who's given up their time, and it. I think it just adds to the adds to the collaboration, because it is a wonderful collaboration between you and between the between the. Essex girls, as 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 they as they as they so proudly proudly call themselves. And how did you approach the curation? Was there a certain order in which you wanted to present people, or I suppose you've got you've got to make sure you're not just going through maybe people from the same area or the same background and and keep keep it mixed and keep keep a bit of a flow in terms of the variety. Yeah, I mean, you mean in the book? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I just like you said, I just tried to mix them up so that they weren't. You didn't have all the sports people grouped together. Yeah. Um, yeah, just tried to mix it up really. Yep. Nothing nothing more complicated than that. Cool. And and did you tackle the design element yourself or was that something that you, you took you took advice from or took help from? I see yeah, that. So I, suppose, I suppose you're on the basis of your design background, that's a silly question. Yeah. You, mu you must have tackled that yourself, surely. Yeah. So I just did that yeah, I did all that myself. I did the map myself. Um yeah. And the layout and everything. So yeah, yeah, it certainly shows. I think I think that's one thing that when I speak to other people about who have maybe self-published their own book, I think the challenge that is always when you're doing something like this for yourself for the first time, when you don't have maybe design skills, design knowledge, and understanding. Yeah. I think it can be quite a terrifying prospect to do yourself. I, whereas, I it is, yeah. whereas from your perspective, coming at it from a design background. Uh, it clearly shows because the 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 design quality of it in terms of just the as you say the variety of picture sizes locations where you where you've put them all how you've sequenced it all together also incorporating all the text as well has been has been wonderfully done. Thank you. And did you find it a good enjoyable part of the curation and and the sequencing, or was it something that you kind of played around with for quite a long time? Um, I did play around with it for a while. I quite like to um, sort of do an edit and then just leave it and come back to it. Yes. Find you, yeah, if you look at it too much in one go. So I do that quite a lot and keep coming back to it and then maybe moving things around. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's it. I think every time you take a look at something, you kind of come back with a fresh pair of eyes and you maybe see something that doesn't quite flow as well. 
Um, particularly when you're dealing with something that's that's quite large, obviously 70 or so images to be able to sequence, but to be able to have to sequence the text as well, because as you say, some people have written not very, some people haven't written anything, so the, the space that they take up slightly less, whereas other people have written quite large pieces of text yeah. that I suppose you've got to balance the flow of that, so you've not got pages and pages and pages of quite long essays and then pages and pages of, of, of just your your bio sort of thing about them. Yeah, exactly. And how how have you found the process of of making the book? Was this the, is this the first? I know you've made some uh, newsprint and newspaper uh, collections of your work before. Is this the first photo book zine you've made of of your work? And how how have you found the process in terms of rewarding for your work? Yeah, it's the, it's the first book that I've done. I've done, yeah. like you said, I've done I've done two or three newsprints before. I quite like yeah. that medium yeah. of newsprint. Yeah. Because really I find like it because obviously it's cheaper and it's a bit more accessible and I quite like that. Yes. Um. So this is the first book that I've done. Um. But because I'm yeah I'm doing design work all the time and I've I've designed I've not designed photo books for people but I've designed brochures and things. Yep. So. Um. Yeah, I mean I quite enjoyed the process of it. Yeah. And it's good doing it for yourself rather than somebody else. It is um, about, I can imagine it must be a bit more OCD doing it for yourself than if you're doing it for someone else, or is it is it the other way around? Um, it's kind of easier because you can make your own decisions. That's it. Um, but is, is there guess, an element? Yeah. Is, is there an element in that you maybe procrastinate more because I suppose if you're doing it for a client, you've got a deadline. Whereas if you're doing it for yourself, yeah. you can kind of just go on and on and on, and then pause and keep going back to it as well but at the same time it allows you a bit of per time to perfect it maybe yeah I think I don't think I did too much I think yep. I probably did more when actually shooting the project choosing the image that yep. I wanted to go with at the time um, that kind of thing rather than because by the time I came to come to do the book I'd already made all those choices Decision. so yeah um, so yeah, it was it was a little bit quicker actually. Good. And do you think going forward you would produce more books or or that sort of, sort of format or maybe a similar sort of form format for the right project now that you've you've got Essexism under your belt? Uh, possibly, yeah. I mean, I still like I said, I still like the newsprint format. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be interested in doing some more of that. Um, again, but yeah, if I did a big project. Of this kind of size, I would probably do something similar. Yeah, publication-wise, I think. Yeah, that's it. I, I you you kindly sent me one of your your newsprint ones, which it's really nice to see. I, I must say, I really like the format as well. I think it's yeah. that there, there's something just um there's something really quite accessible about it. And it kind of the the whole newsprint format really reminds me of just like walking through the train station, pr picking up a copy of it, and it's it's nice to just be able to see 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 the work and it's amazing that the image the quality you get from the newsprint these yeah. days if you think back to maybe 20 30 years ago when it wasn't quite the same now now the quality that you get is fantastic yeah yeah no i agree and in in, t in terms of in terms of the i suppose the the work are there any particular people that you you particularly enjoyed photographing or this or the stories that you enjoyed hearing from some of the participants um, ooh. I quite liked um, 
I was quite keen to get um, the um, Pippa Mills, who's the she's a deputy chief constable of yes. Essex Police, or she was at the time. Yep. Um, uh, and that was quite hard to get her to yeah. to agree. It took quite a lot of organising. Yep. Um, and and actually, I nearly messed that one up completely because <laughs> I shot all this on a medium format film, right? Okay, camera. Um, and with her shot, she didn't have much time, and I'd taken a roll, so ten shots, and we were just saying goodbye, and um, realized I'd left the dark side in the camera, so none of the shots right. were going to come out. So I had to really quickly ask her if I could just quickly take two or three more. And I took three more frames. I quickly loaded another film and took three more frames. And I wasn't sure whether the first roll had worked or not. And then yeah. when I got them back, they were all blank. So I was so lucky. Um, <laughs> and it had to be the one that was really hard to arrange. But luckily, one of yeah. the three frames was... Um, and she actually, she'd been to a lot of trouble to get she was photographed with a police dog that she yes. gone to a lot of trouble to get. She really wanted this police dog in the shot. Brilliant. She's a dog lover and she's kind of in charge of the police that, dog handlers. So yeah. she's gone to a lot of trouble to get this dog there, especially. So it was a lot of work <laughs> to set up. So, so I was really pleased with that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. there's loads. There's loads. I really like uh, Millie, who's the the fireman, fire yes. lady. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that as well and enjoyed her text as I enjoyed her, her her piece of writing as well. I think it's I yeah. think it's I think it's great. Um and yeah, as she says, it's she's 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 clearly gone to a lot of effort and a lot of thought about what she wanted to contribute to it because I like I like how she also mentions in the Collins Concise Dictionary under Essex Girl what it states. And how she how she basically disagrees yeah. with it, and I, and I, but I think I think it's great as you say it it shows just the it shows just such a, a totally different side than from what many people are actually maybe exposed to or would associate it with, and and for me that's one of that's one of the real real beauties of the book is it's all these wonderful personalities that that you've kind of brought to the forefront and and brought to brought to brought to life really as opposed to what we're as opposed to what people read about and maybe see about and just a yeah. remind just a reminder that st stereotypes just it's it's you have to over you have to overlook them and just forget about them sometimes exactly yeah it's kind of yeah just that's i mean that's kind of what i'm trying to do disprove that yeah absolutely but yeah, it's it's the it's the broad spectrum of of, of people. It reminds me a lot of one Hoxton Press, uh, their uh, Hoxton Mini Press, their uh, book. Jenny Lewis, I think, did a book called One Hundred, and she'd photographed a hundred people aged from zero up to hundred. And again, it was lovely yeah. to to work your way through the book and just have a bit of text. And a bit, a bit of quotes just about the individuals, and and it brings brings a whole context to to that. I think it was maybe was it maybe around Brixton. I think she had photographed it, and likewise, you get the same feeling from from reading and enjoying your book. It's and it, because of the text nature yeah. of it, it's one that you can really pick up to over and over again, and and read read more of the stories and more of the tales. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it was great meeting all these different people, and I've kept in touch with quite a few of them. Brilliant. Um, some came along to the opening of the exhibition that I had. Yep. So that was good. Um, but, and, yeah, there's a real mix of people. Yeah, and does that, uh, has it given you ideas for other types of projects that you might do, I suppose, um, a documentary-style project or something like that? I'd like to do another... Um, portrait project because this is the this was the first one i've done really yep um but i haven't actually got any come up with any ideas yeah yet i would like to do another portrait project yeah um, yeah i think i think and actually works. that was i mean that, carry on um, sorry on you roll. i was just gonna say um that was one of the, another reason why um like for personal reasons for doing this project was the fact that I hadn't really done a portrait yeah. um, project before because right. I'm I'm quite shy and I, I wouldn't go up to somebody in the street and ask to take their portrait and yeah. I think this was a kind of a way because everything was set up beforehand yeah. I didn't and, and people knew what to expect yes because I'd tell them beforehand how long it would take and what we were going to do Yep. I didn't feel like I was imposing their time so much. No. Yeah. So it was I quite liked that way of working where we'd prearrange something. Um yeah. and it gave me a bit more confidence in not Yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. Like I said, going up to somebody in the street, it was a little bit more organized. So I quite like to do something like that again. Yeah. I, I think I think yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's such a valid point you make though that actually it, it's something that doing this project the way you've done it enabled you to do it if you'd just been run up to people in the street it probably would never exactly. have happened and actually by by pre-arranging it that's where all that's where the real collaboration comes from as well it is from from yeah. making contact getting to know the person understanding them um, and then having the having the photo shoot and and getting the text from them as well and because of that connection you've made it, it the it naturally comes across far stronger and far better in the image and the work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so they're more engaged in the project from the start because they've quite yeah. often it's they've That's... put themselves forward. So they've obviously got a reason behind doing it. So they're more engaged. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I feel, I don't feel like I'm imposing on their time. No. Which I it. would if if I just let them in the street, I'd be rushing. Um, and because I was shooting on film, it was quite slow yeah. process because I didn't want to waste any. Yes. Film. Yeah. We'd normally shoot um, one, I'd, on average, I shot one roll per person. Right. So that's yeah. 10, 10 frames. Yeah. So I wanted to make the most of the all. Most of it. Yeah. Really. And and the thing is, if, if you've been shooting people in the street, you wouldn't have got them dressed up in their rugby gear and with their cycling equipment. Exactly. And you certainly wouldn't have got the police dog with the with the chief constable either as well. Exactly. So it, it shows you that some, some projects the, the planning pays off and actually that you get you get more and it's a it's a more rewarding experience for you, but it's also a more rewarding experience for them. As you say, they feel engaged and invested in the project. Exactly. Yeah. Great. So I am. I'm always interested. Obviously, this is your first book, but I'm always interested what photo books uh, my guests like to collect or like to read. Uh, so it'd be great if you could maybe share a selection of of your favourite photo books from your from your own bookshelf, Mark. Yeah, it's quite hard. Um, 
Always I'm sure is. everybody says this. Yeah. Hard to yep. choose. Okay. I've narrowed it down to I've narrowed it down to six. So. That's fine. I'll let I'll let you have six. That's no problem at all. Everyone says it's easy to get to ten or fifteen and then it's hard to get it down, yeah. but it's not supposed to be easy. That's the challenge. Exactly. I mean, I do I do buy quite a lot of um smaller self published kind yep. of books. Absolutely, yep. Um I've the ones that most of the ones I've gone for are, are kind of a bit more substantial. Okay, yeah. And proper, anything goes. Proper anything, books. Anything goes. Um, okay. So the first one I've got is um probably my favourite photographer, Simon Roberts. Right, okay. Um he's this is his book Merry Albion, which is kind of a his compilation kind of but it's all his, um, I think it's about four or five projects, but oh, they're cool. all based in, in the UK. Right. So I don't know if you know Simon's I recognise the name. I don't I don't have any of his books, but I certainly recognise the name, and I'm sure I've, I will have seen some of, some of his work at some point. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you would. Um, he works, I think he must use a large format, um, yeah. but he... I know he did a lot of work where he'd, he'd go around on his camper van and he'd actually set up the tri he'd stand on the roof of the camper yeah. van and set up the tripod. You could get a nice big overview. Yeah. Um, and when you, I've I've seen I've seen the exhibition, um, and the prints are like really huge prints, and you can stand there for absolutely ages, and there's so much detail. They're kind of big kind of vistas of um just kind of british life really yeah um but yeah this is kind of a compilation it's a big quite a big book and it's just a comp compilation of all his all his work cool sounds good all his projects really he did one where um he he was commissioned i think he was like the official election or parliament Photographer in the 2010 election, maybe, right. where he'd Ooh. follow around um, different candidates from different parties all around the country and um, take pictures of them campaigning and things like that. But they were like big, big yeah. sort of vistas. Oh, cool, interesting. Um, bit, bit hard to describe, but if you yeah. You, you can look him up. I'll take. I'll take. I'll certainly take a look at his work. Sounds yeah. Sounds very interesting. I see he's done a zine with uh, Cafe Royale books as well. So I'm a big fan of Cafe Royale books. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Nice choice. So, uh, what else have we got? Uh, John Tonks Empire. Right. So, um, Dowie Lewis book. Yep. Um. And it's he's basically travelled to four um, four British territories overseas, so the Falkland Islands being one of them, Saint Helena. Yep. So he's just photographing like the last remnants of the Brilliant. British Empire, really. Yep. Um, but the reason I like it is because it's a they're all they're all shot in square format. Um, but it's a it's a mix of portraits and you know like landscape social landscapes yeah. I guess you'd call it. Um, 
but I always like that kind of mix yeah. of, of portraits and, and you know, like environment kind of yeah. shots. And it's just a really nice book as well. Yeah, it gives a um, bit of gives a bit of context to some of the work as well, which I always quite enjoy. Yeah, and there's and there's nice maps in there as well. Yeah. So you can't you can't, you can't be a good around. Yeah, you can't be a good map in a book. That's one thing <laughs> for sure. Uh, another one I picked was um, for similar reasons, George Giorgio. Um, called Fault Lines, which is a book about um, Turkey. Right. Um, uh, and this, for similar reasons, really, I, I'm, it's a kind of a mix of portraits um, of people in the environment, um, documentary. Um, one, of the, it's one of the first kind of photographers that really kind of influenced me really cool um so that's that one yep um and then this one's not really a photo book as such but daniel meadows the bus i don't know if you know nope this one he um it has it has got some photography in it but it's more the story of how he went about this project oh great um cool. so basically he um in the early 70s he bought a tapped out old bus double decker bus and he went around the country he convert i think he converted the upstairs to a dark room All right. and he went around the country um taking portraits of people and he then developed the the shots in the dark room and then invite them to come back and collect a print the next day all right and he went all around the country for a few months, I think. Um, and then 20 years later, he put lots of, he, well, he decided he wanted to go back and try and find some of these people and re-photograph them. Absolutely. So he he did that through um, local newspapers from the places that he'd been to and managed to catch up with quite a few. So he re-photographed them. Yep. Um, so the book's got the before and after photos. Um but it's it's kind of the story of the project that he did. It's got some of the pictures in it. Yeah. Um. At the at the front. Um. But yeah, it's just like really fascinating how yeah. he went about. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it sounds yeah it sounds really quite quite interesting, particularly going back and photographing. I'm sure I read about a photographer who had photographed couples and then went back like thirty years time, or maybe photographed children. Or teenagers, and then photographed yeah. them like thirty or forty years later, or something like that. And quite fascinating to to see that to see how people have changed, and if you've got the direct comparison, and people have maybe gone back and photographed in the same location. So yeah, that sounds really quite interesting and really interesting. Yeah, no, it's hear, really interesting book. Yeah, interesting to hear how how he's actually approached that and and kind of the story and behind the scenes behind that as well. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like really good insight into how. You know how somebody's gone about a project, yeah. And uh, this book I actually bought on eBay, so it was just like a second-hand book, but it's yeah. it's amazing. Um, and actually, this was what kind of inspired me with another project I did, which was the Newtown Portraits one, yeah. which I think you've seen. Yes. Um, which is just just portraits of people on a plain background. Yeah. Um, and it 
is kind of where I got the idea that just like really inspired me. Yeah. But, um, I think he's had does he does have a photo book as well of these um of the work of these portraits, but yeah. Maybe hunt that down at some point. So I've got two more here. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. This one is um, a Blue Coat Press book. Yep. Um, 209 Women. All right. I don't know if you've seen this one. I've not seen that it's, one. I've got a few other um, Blue Coat Press, yep. Well, it's, um, it's not by a single photographer. It's a project yep. where um, I think it's to celebrate... Um, 100 years of women having the vote. Okay. Um, there were, at the time, a couple of years ago, there were 209 female MPs in the country. So they got, um, for this project, uh, 209 female photographers to photograph uh, a different female MP. So usually their local MP. Yeah. Um, but I really like it because it's you can see ev you can see all the different approaches that different people have made to the same brief. Yeah. So there's like such a variation, and actually it's got it for the project that I did with the Essex girls. It was quite a good comparison looking through um, all these different approaches. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, re I'd really recommend that. It's a nice big book. Um, I think it's about two or three years old. Great, yeah, I, I like I like a lot of the blue coat press stuff, but it sounds it sounds really interesting. As you say, it's it's how different photographers have interpreted the same brief, and the end I result think. is the same, but just kind of like the approach, maybe the style and the theme or whatever is just ever so slightly different to to each one. Uh, which I always think, yeah, really quite interesting. Collaborative books I find are, are really quite good. As I really quite enjoy collaborative books where a number yeah, of exactly. photographers have participated in it, um, just to see the wide range and how people's minds work in different ways. Yeah, I quite like for the same reason things like the the Portrait of Britain books. Yeah, where you can just see different different approaches. But I mean, with this one, it's I think it was even more so because. They've obviously got a similar brief, so it's just, just really good yeah. seeing how different people approach it. And it's yeah. one of those books I'm always like pull it pull it down from the bookcase and have a flick through and see see something that I haven't seen before. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I'll have a I'll have so a closer look at that. Yeah. The last one I've got is I wanted to pick a newsprint because I said. I really like yep. that format of newsprint. So I've got this one uh, that I bought a few years ago um, from Margaret Mitchell, who's up, up your way okay. from Glasgow. Um, so she, do you know Margaret? No, I don't know. I'll be checking her out though, but no, I don't know her. She's, she's since, since, um, she published this newsprint. She's actually published it as a as a book, which I haven't actually got. Okay. But it's kind of on my list. But it's the same photography. It's the same photography, yeah. but this is kind of like a an early version of the book, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Um, but she photographed. It's a. It's similar to the um, Daniel Meadows one in that 
it's a kind of a before and after, but it's she photographed her her family, or I think it's her sister's family, um, living on a council estate in Glasgow in must be the mid nineties. Brilliant. Um, when they a lot of them were children, and then she's she's gone back twenty years later and rephotographed them for like the second part of the project. It's wow. called In This Place. Excellent. Um, but I I bought this this uh, newsprint. It looks like it's 2017. Um, okay. And like I said, she's since published it in a, in a book, which hopefully I can get hold of sometime. But I just I just really wanted to pick a a, a newsprint format. Yep. Um, I, I, I you probably can't still buy this one, but you can buy the book. But yeah. But yeah. And yeah. again, it's another one where it's a mixture. It's a mixture of portraits and environmental um, yeah. shots, but it's a more personal thing because it's her family. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just having a look at our our website online, and yeah, it's, it looks really quite fascinating. I'll I'll have yeah. to check that out more. But I agree that the the landscape locational shots really add context to the portraits, and and for me, they give a they give a lot of meaning to it, and you get a bit more of a bit more of a representation of of the reality yeah. and and the stories behind people when you when you can see that like kind of the landscape and um, that they're the the environment that which they live in exactly and i think that that mix that combination works really well yeah with portraits but yeah no it looks uh, yeah it looks really very good i'll take a look at that in more detail um because yeah, I find that I find that really quite fascinating, and yeah, it's lovely that you picked a newsprint as well. As you say, I've got a couple of new newsprints I've picked up over time, and I really like the format. I think it's I think it's an interesting format. I'm surprised it doesn't you don't see it more and more, and yeah. because it, it it gives you big spreads at a very affordable level, and I think I think there's just I think there's a lovely feeling as well of just flicking through newspaper. It's the feeling of if you can produce something that it's it's the sort of thing you pass around a whole group of people and everyone can just take a look at the work. Exactly. As as opposed to the preciousness maybe that's associated with the with book formats, which I think which I think is really quite nice. And because it's so large as well, it gives you a bit more freedom for the design. You can do a bit more with it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, you, really, yeah really, you've got you've got a lot more, you've got a lot more space to play with, particularly when you compare it to like an A5 zine or something like that. You just think yeah. the scale that you can upsize photographs to, and just the text and and uh, yeah, I think I think it's a great format. It's something I need to try out a bit more myself. Um, but yeah, obviously newspaper clubs, the big one, who or they're one of the the big ones. Any they are based up in Glasgow as well, so yeah, um, it's interesting. But no. Uh, six great suggestions there some of which i've i've not heard of so i look forward to ser- to looking at them I, I don't i certainly do not buy every book but what i do always do is always look at all the different photographers names because it's it, you come across people who i've never heard of and probably never yeah. would he- hear of otherwise so it, it opens your ears and your eyes to, to kind of new sources of information which i which i, yeah, which I well they're all definitely they're definitely worth a look online at, yeah. at least anyway. i'm sure most of them have got Websites with all the absolutely their work on. 
yeah, absolutely. I'll be taking a look at them. Um, and it just leaves me to thank you very much for your time this evening, Mark. It's been a, a real pleasure chatting to you about uh, Essexism and uh, at your work and also about some of your kind of some of the influences and inspirations in the books that you've got yourself. So uh, thanks very much for your time. Well, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Cheers, Mark. Excellent.